Welcome to the universe. What if I told you that you have the universe within? What would you want to explore? Will you have come to the right space? This is the universe with Naomi Hoot. Are you ready? Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Universe Podcast. Today, I have Kaysen with me, and this is take two. Take we two. were actually already <laughs> speaking for 20 minutes, but I just got new audio equipment, and it didn't, like, one of them died. Mm -hmm. So anyways, would you like to introduce yourself and let everybody know who you are and which season you are in in life right now? Okay, so for the second time, <laughs> my name is Kaysen Derulo. I'm a freelance photographer videographer and content creator as well but in <laughs> no, I'm just kidding alright so I'm um, actually I'm just um, doing freelance photography videography and um, I'm currently trying to pursue my dreams which is to do things like this and I'm here right now with Naomi for her podcast thank you for having me yeah thank you so much for being on we actually met before at a birthday party yeah. and the thing is I totally like forgot that that's where we met because our mutual friend Kishan um, he was talking about yeah Kish uh, if you're listening to this um, he introduced me to you again mm -hmm. and I was like okay so he was he was saying how your videography and the way you make your TikToks and all that stuff <laughs> is stuff. so great and like that you're absolutely amazing and when he was talking about you I thought that you were doing videography for like the longest time and I saw your Instagram and that's when I saw videos that you were editing at that point like from COVID times yeah. and you were just being super creative and I started commenting I was like oh my god this is so great and then we actually started talking Correct. and that's how we met again but yes. yeah yeah when I saw the comment and I was like, hey, who is this Naomi? I was like, okay, she's, she seems excited to comment on my video. <laughs> and then a week later, she released a podcast and it was totally out of this world. And I'm, I was very impressed because she was talking about um, <laughs> things that not people usually share about. Yeah. And I find that very encouraging because um, being in Singapore, it's a very conservative society. So... And when I heard that podcast, I was like, oh shit, she is special. <laughs> Naomi is special. So, and um, yeah, I, I DM'd you, right? I said, hey, you're doing a great job. And Yeah, it, it, that, it was like the most beautiful comment ever because I had just started out. I, I had no idea who was going to tune in. I had no idea how many people would even bother listening to it. Yeah. I, to Universe, actually, this podcast right now. And, and then um, you were one of the first people that texted me and was like, I never knew that, you know, that I'm, I'm not the only one yeah, yeah, asking yeah. myself these questions. And I want to share, I want to ask these questions more to my friends, but I don't know how to approach it. Correct. And it was just so beautiful for me to know that it was being received. And even if it was just one person that was resonating with the things that I was putting out there, mm -hmm. it meant the world to me. And that is how we are now sitting right here on the sofa in triple one, <laughs> level two. In like a beautiful corner with our own sofa and jazz music jazz in the music, background, yeah. um, and we're gonna dive deep into all these topics. That it's literally limitless. We can talk about anything. Anything. And I'm just so excited. So, would you like to share what season you're in right now, and yeah, what you've been going through in life for the past couple months? months. Okay. <sighs> Let me take a breather. Okay. <laughs> so, I I'm gonna go a bit personal. I was pursuing my dreams after a tough breakup. So um, what happened was back in 2016, so that's when I left my airlines. I used to be a cabin crew back then for mm. Singapore Airlines for two years. And, Which um, is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good job. Uh, it's just that a lot of complications in that job when you're in a relationship. Mm. So I was attached back then for two years plus with someone very special to me. And um, we didn't end off well, as in we broke up, but we ended ended the relationship mutually. No negative uh, thoughts towards her. She's uh, she's doing fine. Just that during that phase, because I I felt like I lost myself, and um, I was not paying attention to the people around me, especially my family, my friends. And when you're flying. 
it's a lot difficult. It's a mental torture because you're always away. Mm. And I'm the kind of guy that I like to, I like to be around people. Yeah. I like to uh, understand people. More of like, I feel, I feel like I vibe off people's energy. Yeah. I, it keeps me going. Yeah. So when I was away flying, and I was in a relationship, I had to manage both. And when you're flying, it's it's difficult because there's a lot of politics going on when you're flying. And constantly on airplane yeah, mode. Yeah, <laughs> literally. No idea. Oh my god. Oh my gosh! I just realized you're always on, like Airplane. not, and you don't know how long you're not gonna be <gasps> clueless. Wow. Yeah. So when I'm touch when I touch down, I'm like a flow of messages like oh, shit. What did I miss? I'm oh. like totally. Technically, I'm living another life. Yeah. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't do it for two after two years. Maybe the first year it was it was exciting. Oh wow! I can see I can see new countries, and um, meet people. But after two years, I felt like I wasn't pursuing things creatively, and it was taking a toll on me. Plus my relationship, so I lost myself in the process. Mm. And after I left, uh, we broke up, and that's when I felt like, hey, um, I couldn't go downhill. I felt uh, I shouldn't be. Doing things that are negative, like drinking, alcohol, like escapism, like we shared earlier. Yeah. So, um, I I I tried to find myself, and that's when I went to New Zealand. Mm. And it's an amazing place. Uh, I found myself. I've never been, and I really want to go should, to New you Zealand. Should. Yeah. The people there is amazing, amazing people. They're so friendly. I have a friend that did a six-month road trip there. What? He like rented a car, no, bought a car, and then sold it off after six months for the same price. So basically, his accommodation for six months during the road trip was free, <laughs> and it changed his life. Serious? It was like just through New Zealand, all the landscapes, and like you're away from the rest of the right, world. Yeah. And how long were you there for? It wasn't that long. It was just two weeks, but it was something that I really needed. Um, it was a period of finding myself. Huh? Yeah. And then I came back, and uh, I felt like hey, I should pursue the things that I, I should always I always wanted to do, which is taking a leap of faith and when you, when I hear your story about doing things that are very different you are taking the leap of faith it made me reflect back why I started this yeah. when, when you did your podcast I was like wow. because I was this this period this COVID period was very difficult because you're not getting regular income everything I think everyone's facing that yeah. and it's a it's it's a do or die kind of thing so when I heard your podcast it was like Man, I, I remember the time why I started this. So it was very uplifting when I heard your podcast. That's why I felt like, hey, I should DM Naomi. I just felt it like I should just like, I know how it feels like to start something new and yeah. it's very daring. Yeah, it's it's very scary because the thing is, you are your own boss. You're your own worker. Correct. Nobody is telling you to do it. You're just doing it purely out of passion and you don't know who's gonna even listen to it and you're putting in so many hours and you're doing so much research and it's all like just you at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So when I got your message, it was just so beautiful knowing that it somehow opened up a door for you. And like you sharing now that it like um, you allowed, you, you remembered why you started yeah. what you're doing in the first place. And you also said earlier that you started filmmaking and videography six <laughs> months ago, yeah. which to me is so crazy because it's so professional. And guys, check out his YouTube. I'm going to write everything below in links and I'm going to, you just have to check it out because like, honestly, I thought you were doing this for years. No. You're so professional and you, you just invest, you have the eye for it. And not only that, you have the feeling for it. And like seeing your work, you have to continue, especially when future you talks to present you. I love it. I love it. Because recently, like for me, I've been experiencing how time is collapsing in general. Like, is it? Okay, let me show, share some crazy stuff. So I've been feeling like I can, I've been remembering memories of future me. So as in, I've been remembering, it's like literally like I would have a memory of the future. And it's so weird because the future has not happened yet. Are you time traveling? I don't know. Oh no. I don't know. It's are just you... Oh yeah. <laughs> are you the Flash you can leave? It's or Kid Flash? Or I, have to, I have to rewatch the Flash, <laughs> but if you tell me it's good, like I have to watch it. But it's just it's been really interesting because I've been having memories of the future, but then also I've been reliving past memories, but seeing them from a perspective of the present moment. So 
Yeah, I've been feeling like time is collapsing in general. Time is collapsing is a song from Inception. Oh, re- <gasps> okay. So for you, Inception has a big part in your life. Yes, I love yeah. that film. Oh my god, you have no idea. Yeah. So I, I, um, I actually did a talk on a presentation on Inception back then when I was in school. No so, way. Yeah. So, so uh, in college, so they said, just talk about a a film. Mm-hmm. So I thought about. I felt like I should talk about Inception and I think. <gasps> what did you share about? Like, what were some of the big things that you learned from it? It was so scary because. Like what I said, I was so afraid to share about these kind of things. People don't, not everyone resonates about dreams, alternate reality. They feel it's very taboo, right? Like so, when when because sh- it's intangible, it's very subjective. Yeah. So I I don't know what I was thinking. So I just shared it in the presentation. Talk about Inception. I like this film. Why I like this film? Back then it was just a younger me. I wasn't so um into it. I yeah. was just in- inspired by it. So I was. I don't know how it was received. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was so passionate about the movie. I think the fact that you're even interested in that shows a lot about your deeper questions in life. Yeah. And that's why I'm gonna ask you straight on. Like, firstly, Inception is basically what I've been experiencing on many different <coughs> levels. Mm-hmm. So, like, creating a reality through your consciousness. And then entering that realm, like that's why I dream journal. That's why I'm teaching myself how to lucid dream as well. But I really believe that we all came here to Earth mm-hmm. with the pure soul reason. Okay, there are many reasons, but like it's all connected. <laughs> Love, experience, create. Like I believe that all of us came here to experience life as a creator. Because I also, I, I just, you know, like how um, people think that. God is external, mm-hmm. and like also religions sort of touch that whole realm. I don't want to go too much into it, but I actually believe we all have God within, yes. and that God is you could call it consciousness, awareness, mm, universal source, universal intelligence, pure creation, the divine love. Mm-hmm. To me, that's all interconnected. It's all speaking about something that comes from this one space within us, and it has its purpose. Of experiencing itself using the the fuel within us to create. So when you said you just touched on filmmaking and mm-hmm. now you're doing that, yeah. are you doing it full time? Yeah, yeah, full time, full time videographer. Amazing. Just six months ago. Because you're just doing pure creation yeah. from your soul, and whatever you're doing is so unique and indispensable that nobody could recreate something that you did exactly the way you did it, because it's your unique expression of life. And that, to me, is the purpose of why we are all here, yeah. which is why I'm experimenting with this podcast. <laughs> I think you're doing a great job, actually. Yeah. The purpose. So that's like Inception. It's like you are the creator of your reality, and that's what we're doing right now in this moment. We're creating our reality. We're oh, sitting no. here talking oh, yeah. about Kevin. <laughs> I don't want to get too deep into it, but anyways. So you just recently created a YouTube video yeah. where you talk about horoscopes, <laughs> linking it to Marvel characters. And when I watched that video, I was like, okay, let's see, like. Like why it it fascinated me that you linked horoscope and that you like brought in horoscopes in general, so I watched it and I'm Aquarius, <laughs> so I was like, okay, what's my Marvel character that you like put to my horoscope? So then I like wait for Aquarius and I'm listening and you're like Doctor Strange and I was mind blown. <laughs> was I was just it? sitting there and I was like, no way. Like this is so crazy because Doctor Strange is by far my favorite Marvel character. <laughs> like I don't even watch. I'm not even. Too deep into all this Marvel um, stuff, uh-huh. but I I do know for a fact that Doctor Strange is by far my favorite, one of my favorite movies in general. What intrigued you to like Doctor Strange? I like that he has a time stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, correct. He has portals, like he can create portals. Like to me, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I want to do that. Like if I were any Marvel character, I want to be Doctor Strange. Personally, I feel I feel like he's the most powerful he, one. He's, he is, I think, from in from. And uh, he's just strange. Yeah, I just love it. He's totally different from the society, and when he predicts things very accurately. Yeah, and then I think one part that really intrigued me was him doing like a cosmic surgery and like literally astral projecting uh, during yes. surgery. Oh yes, correct, correct, correct. That's when he went to um, Tibet. Yes. Uh, Kazakhstan. Yes. That's when the and to Nepal as well, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. The I forget what's the the character name. The all seeing the one or something. Yeah. Where she where she she was like a sage who taught him about this astral projection thing. Yeah. Yeah. So when he, she touched that, that, that part of his body and his whole soul came out. So this is what I'm sort of experimenting with in real life. 
So I've been trying to teach myself how to astral project, and I, I honestly believe that Marvel is very closely related to an expression of reality. Correct. That we all have things within us, like realms within us, that we just don't really touch on, but that could make us supernatural. And I think maybe that's why you're so intrigued by Marvel. I am. Because to a certain extent, I believe it's actually true. Yeah. And then also, like, I want to ask you, how did you have the idea to bind it with horoscope? Okay. Um, like, you know, like, I've always been interested in horoscope. And I felt like horoscope kind of touches on people's personality on a surface level. And um, when I thought about horoscope, because people don't usually feel like it's relatable because it's taboo to talk about it or like what you say, it's not tangible. So I, I, I felt like, what is the in thing now? And what I'm interested in. And I like Marvels. I like superhero. And I felt like, hey, I should just blend in. So when I thought about um, this, the, the first character that I thought was, because I like the Flash. Mm. And the first sign of the Zodiac sign is uh, Aries. Mm, I did not know that. Yeah, the first of the sign. So the is last, it air? Uh, fire. Fire, okay. Yeah, the first. So ah, the old, interesting. So the last one is Pisces, which is water sign. So Aries resembles... Uh, okay, from what, from what I know, I have a lot of friends who, who like this... Uh, who are Aries. They like the color red. Yeah. They, they like to buy things that are red. They like their bags to be red. <laughs> I don't understand why even my ex-girlfriend was... My headphones are red. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Alright. So, uh, I realized these people are very passion-driven. Mm. When they set their mind... Even my cousin, I think one of my, my eldest cousin, she is uh, Aries. Mm. And she, whatever they say, they will do it. Mm. They won't think too much into it. And that's what I felt Aries felt... Um, resembles and the, the first character I thought was the Flash. That's how the Flash is in, 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 in the comics. He doesn't think so fast. Uh, he doesn't think too long. He he, take, he, he does things instantaneously. Yeah, he, yeah. If you want to do it, he do it straight away. Wow. Yeah, so I, okay, so that to me is so fascinating because colors all have a frequency. Mm -hmm. Everything has a frequency because like everything is energy as well. Mm -hmm. So when you look at a color, it actually activates a specific energy inside of your body. And I don't know if you've ever heard of the seven chakras, mm. but there's this chakra system inside of our body. There are seven, and it starts from the tailbone area, so the root chakra, which is at the very bottom of your spine, mm -hmm. and goes towards like the lower belly area, and the color of it is red. So Ooh. when you tell me Aries people like red and they take action and they're very it's it, and passionate as well. So red correlates to the root chakra, which is the grounding energy of creation and where Kundalini force comes from. And Kundalini is okay. There are lots of different words here, but Kundalini is that. Is this Sanskrit? I th yeah, it is Sanskrit. Sanskrit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I learned this in yoga philosophy, but it actually. Bring, like chakras come up even I think in Buddhism, Buddhism and I actually don't even know it's it's the seventh dimension seventh what? yeah it's co it literally it correlates to the seventh dimension where there's seven chakras that connect the the double pyramid system so the seven chakras in the middle so red is the color of desire of creation of grounding energy to manifest so mm. when someone really likes the color red and looks at it a lot, it activates the, the energy at the very bottom of the chakra system. So it's very interesting to me because everything has a frequency and actually manifests itself in our body and being in a specific way. So for example, like what's your favorite color? Blue. Okay, so blue. Yeah, you're wearing blue actually. Blue is the throat chakra. And the throat chakra is the chakra, the energy of communication. So if you look at blue a lot and you really like the color blue, blue. oh, that's beautiful. It's my, it's, yeah, that and purple is my favorite color too. Purple, yeah. I love, I love purple is like by far my favorite. So blue shows that your purpose and mission in life can be expressed through the channel of your voice, projected as the, like through the medium of your vocal cords, your throat. You are meant to vocalize it, speak, even though you might be, I don't know if you're a little bit introvert, I'm ambivert. What's that? Ambivert is in between introvert and extrovert. Oh, I never yeah. heard of that before. So it's like, I can just shut off. 
Mm. But I also like to socialize. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting because you started speaking through YouTube mm-hmm. and by sharing your voice through YouTube and creation, you're using your, your vocal chakra. So that's really, cr- um, it is it, very closely linked to the color blue. For example, for me, purple is my favorite color and that is the third eye. And okay, so let me tell you something crazy. When I meditate and then rubbed my hands in India and then placed my hands on my eyes, I had a burst of color of the color purple. Like literally, you can try this at home. So anyone tuning in right now, when you meditate, let's say for a period of time where you feel really aligned and you feel very at center, or when you just are in a state of flow, mm-hmm. try this. Try rubbing your hands like super super like fast until your hands become really heated and then you close your eyes you place your palms onto your eyes and then sometimes not now obviously but I when you as <laughs> <laughs> <I see> blue <laughs> you're just projecting that um i saw purple and blue and that is how i knew my aura color Aura color? Yeah. So what, what do you mean by aura color? I mean, it's... it's the chakras that are mainly activated in your being. That's what I interpret out of it. I'm not sure if it's true, mm-hmm. but personally, I always see a lot of blue and purple in meditations, when I do breath work, when I rub my hands and place it onto my eyes. Not always. Like The most important thing is to find balance, but it does happen. So anyways, wow. I totally sidetracked on that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but it's interesting, you know. There's so I've much never... that I feel like can be interlinked. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Colors and personality plays a huge part. I didn't know that. It's super interesting because when I did my first eye gazing, he looked into another girl's eyes during the meditation and immediately knew that she was sexually attracted to him <laughs> because can do that. of the color that was activated in her body. And he could sense that she was sort of like attracted to him on a sexual level. <laughs> and, and then I got a shock when he told me that. I was like, okay, wait, what did you see during our eye gazing? Because I wasn't attracted to him, but I was like, as in like in a sexual way. Uh-huh. But he is a very like charismatic person. So I was like, oh my gosh, like, does that mean like I'm sexually attracted to him? Like, so what did you see in me? And then he instantly told me straight to my face. I could tell you were not sexually into me. But I could tell that your throat and third eye chakra were very activated. So you're very connected to your ethereal part and you're very connected to like the beyond the physical body. And I was like mind blown. I was like, yeah. He just looked at you and... Just looked into my eyes and he could see it. For how long? Like this quickly? We were eye gazing for a bit. So it was like one and a half hours, but he could tell like anytime if he wanted to. It depends on if he wants to see that in another person as well. But if you eye gaze for a long time, you sort of start getting more information unwantingly. So like not necessarily you wanting to get it, but that's what happened. Oh my God. So I was like, so I was like, what the fuck? You could tell that someone was sexually attracted to you just by looking into the eyes by seeing a color and by knowing which chakra was activated. So it's so fascinating. but yeah, okay, so I want to know a little bit more. When did you start asking yourself all these questions? Or when did you start believing more into like, let's say, horoscopes? Or asking the deeper meat questions in life? And generally just going more into this path that is really uncommon. Okay, um... Or were you always like that? I, good question. I, I've always loved horoscope. I don't know why. I just felt like it's a good medium to understand a person's personality on a surface level I mean uh, and I have always okay I think just recently I felt like wanting to ask questions that are not common and I've always been afraid to ask that because I felt like hey this guy's weird I've always wanted to know what's the like what's the purpose of life what are we doing here are we just going through the motion or are we just just like matter like just here randomly you know yeah and what is the thing that we are supposed to pursue in life or what are we supposed to do why are we here so many questions like even why is coffee coffee like why is it called coffee <laughs> who came up with that word like, you asked yourself yeah that? i asked that wow asked like, oh, coffee coffee why would you ask coffee why not cocoa yeah. who came up with that it's like all these questions intrigue me yeah you cannot just live your life like okay coffee is coffee you need to ask questions that's what I felt 
when when you launched the podcast like yes someone is doing this and I'm so happy that I can share these kind of things you know and yeah you know what how amazing would it be if let's say in a couple months you'd be able to talk about these things with all of your friends it's going to so. take time but I have I really feel like more and more and more people are opening up to talking about existential stuff yeah literally talking about things like death talking about topics like why do you believe we're here what is the meaning in life what is your purpose in life what do you want to do what is your mission why are we even here why are you and I right now in this moment sitting here talking yeah. it's like all these things i feel like are going to come up more and more and more because one one factor i would say is cuz covid right now there's <laughs> a lot of death happening yeah. all over the world and all of us being in lockdown yeah. being forced into introspection being forced to like deal with all the shit from our life and if we don't deal with it it literally pulls us into a rabbit hole even more mm-hmm. and because of all of these circumstances i feel more and more we we are f- sort of pushed into opening up and maybe that's why um you also started asking yourself these questions even more, even more during yeah. lockdown and and if i if i were to dissect a bit right when you mentioned about covid and isolation i felt okay i don't know but it just feels like it was meant to happen for the the species of human being mm. because it is like a circuit break it stops everyone yeah hey look at what you're doing in life mm. i don't know maybe there's some beings uh, supreme being telling us you guys are going too fast you guys are not focusing on things that are important everyone if you notice that everyone is moving on a pace where it's so fast our social media uh, uh, the the things we do in life is just speeds again whatever we do we forget straight away and we're being like fed with a lot of information. Yeah, consumption. Correct. Yeah, it's a big thing. It's a big thing. So, I felt like this COVID period was a eye opener for the species of human being. Yeah. We needed to find ourselves. That's when this is happening. That's how this idea yeah. with the podcast yeah. started. It all happened in lockdown. And because I started like dedicating my mornings to like going out in nature, meditating more, and you're right, it was like a press pause It for is. humanity. So what was one of the biggest realizations you had during COVID? And like it's still ongoing by the yeah, way. It is. So what is like some that's why like what season are you currently in? <clears throat> I felt like I should express myself more. That was the the the, the changing point during COVID. I, I felt like hey being a photographer, videographer, I'm always behind the scene and I'm the kind of guy I like to express things and whatever is in my mind I would just say it. even if to someone out there even if the person is beautiful whatever they doing good thing i'll just say it. i want i want keep it to myself i'm not kind of guy and i felt like youtube is an amazing space you know like podcast youtube is a good place for you to learn a lot of things that we don't really understand mm. and right now like what you said people are being open to talk about um when you said it mentioned existential existential crisis like, yeah <laughs> literally i think films plays a huge part Mm. And when when people consume films that are related to these kind of topics, it it opens their mind. Nice. Mm. That that's that's the the changing point. Literally, one thing I've been telling myself every single day for the past couple weeks is I'm activating my DNA, and that is helping me. It might sound weird, and I don't even know why I'm telling myself this. I saw it from Elizabeth April, who is a YouTuber I actually watch, mm-hmm. and she's a channeler. So she can talk to it's called the Galactic Federation. So it's like a panel, a council of aliens. Wait a minute, explain to me. She is literally my biggest form of education and university right now because I believe that there is so much that we don't know in life and there's so much manipulation with media and consumption and there's so many as you said there's so much stream of information mm. that I don't even know what is true or not anymore and especially with like the virus like was it created in a yeah. lab in China Oh my god yes <laughs> <laughs> was it from a bat no, no, no I do not believe that I don't think it's bad. but there's so much Bio going warfare. on and then I also found out that like you know um people with a lot of money can just basically fund science um um tests and then they create results that are put in news and we don't even know mm. if it's true or not mm. so that's when i opened up my mind even more and i know for a fact 
that there's so much we don't know because like I like E equals MC square back in high school when I studied black holes changed my life when I realized that everything is energy and because everything is energy meaning that our body this table this sofa is as much as it is matter mm -hmm. it is at the same time also expressed as a wave and can be expressed as a wave meaning that everything is a frequency everything is energy so when I realized this I was like you know what if everything is energy, what if we just tune in more to energy instead of just the physical world? Mm -hmm. That means that there's information in everything. So information, even a thought, is energy. It's expressed like also as a vibration. <laughs> vibration. That's yeah. why that's why when you think love, mm -hmm. it comes across as a vibration of love and another person will feel it. If you feel a lot of hate in your life, mm -hmm. Other people will be very sensitive that you are not really that loving, that you have some blockages, that there's resistance. There's this thing called a gut feeling, right? And gut feeling yeah, as well. Yeah. Like, where does that come from? It's all something that's like, it's more intangible and it's more subtle. So, I found Elizabeth April on YouTube and she's a channeler and gets her information from different dimensions. So these aliens that she talks to are in a different dimension and the only way she can go there is through meditation. So that is how she gets her information. So I started looking at her videos and I was like, you know what, this is so crazy. This woman does not get any of her information from news or media, nothing. She has no contact to media and news. Instead, she gets all of her information purely by channeling. What? And she would say things that deeply resonate with my existence and with what I believe humans are here for and also what's going on in the world. So as much as she's talking about different dimensions and astral projection, she's literally also talking about Black Lives Matter. She's talking about COVID-19. She's talking about politics. And even though she doesn't want to, she has all that information purely through channeling. And that's when I realized, you know what, like, because I know that we don't know shit, that there's so much that we don't know. Yeah. I, and I, and I, for myself, I know that other dimensions exist and I'm starting to explore them through meditation. I was like, how interesting would it be to be open to the fact that maybe there's another way of getting information and it could be through higher entities or through different dimensions. So when I found her YouTube channel, I was like so fascinated. I was like binge watching all of her oh videos and I just completely resonated with everything. And she also teaches like how to lucid dream, how lucid dreaming can help, getting to know yourself better, why this is the perfect time to really go into deep introspection. Because we all came here with a mission and we all like came here signing up exactly for this life. So we know we what chose. we are here for, is it? Yeah, there's even something called um, a soul contract. Wait, soul contract? It's so interesting because <laughs> we come to this earth not remembering anything. Yeah. We don't know what we were before we were born. We don't know where we're going to go after death. But somehow we ended up here. And like apparently, a like a dream, exactly, conception. Yeah. Literally. Wow. Oh my gosh, that's scary. <laughs> but I like scary stuff. Like, as long as you're okay with it. Like, as in, it's not scary if you change your mindset to it. The fact that there is so much that is unknown and that all we can do is be open-minded to it. Yeah. It's not saying that that is the truth, but it's just being open-minded to being like, that is possible. Endless possibilities of things. That we don't Life understand. is limitless. Yeah. So that's how I was like, you know what? Like, she has a point. So what do you think about all this? I actually, oh wow, actually, I didn't know that you could speak, could channel your energy to, to aliens, you know. That you could even talk to them. But the thing is, they can't come to our reality because third dimension is too compressed in matter and they are expressed as pure energy. So like a different way of expression and they have so much more intelligence as us as well. And it can't be compressed into like a brain for example because a brain only has so much capacity mm -hmm. and I think that's why I've been telling myself more and more I'm activating my DNA because I believe that we can actually explore our capacity of our brain and our DNA more it does sound like Interstellar oh yeah I love that movie like the, too the another dimension and he couldn't come in because yeah it's a wall there oh my gosh that's interesting I need to rewatch that movie so Christopher Nolan is amazing he's the director yeah. for all these shows I don't know how he thinks about for Inception as well Inception <gasps> Batman 
what? Um, Interstellar. All him. And his new movie is coming out. It's called Tenet. I bet. <gasps> I can't wait to watch yeah, it. I can't wait to. Okay, we have to watch yeah, it. We have, we to. have to watch oh it. My God. Oh my God. <laughs> Tenet. They say it's a sequel. It's a sequel to Inception. No way. It's like another realm. <laughs> he must genius. have done like, like plant medicine. What medicine? I think okay. he's oh. done like magic mushrooms. Maybe, maybe. Like for sure. Because like, unless he's like super spiritual. And But they say he's very stoic. Oh yeah, On I love set, stoicism he's sto- he's in general. Stoic. So when people work f- with him, they know what he wants. Wow. He knows what he really wants ahead already. Wow. And people love to work with him because of the way he thinks ahead of things. That is literally what I was talking about earlier. I'm starting to have memories of future timelines of myself. What if he's having the same thing? Could be. Where he already, if he's so clear on the outcome, as in he knows exactly what it is he wants to show, he somehow had an insight of the future. And that means that he was connected possibly to a different timeline. And I believe that future and past exist right now. And that's why meditation is so powerful. That's why I like to explore meditation now, because I feel like I'm getting more and more access to... Not that it's important, but you can learn from it, I believe, on how to see what your your actions and your thoughts in this present moment do to your future you and do to your future timelines. So everything you ha- are thinking right now in this moment has an impact on how you see your past and how you create your future. It exists all right now. So it's so amazing for a director to create movies like that because it's literally beyond... I think that's anything that we could ever even imagine as of like our normal human experience normal you normal know? Yeah. yeah I think that's why he uses that medium to express these kind of thoughts and maybe that's why you started filmmaking <laughs> so you can start exploring all of these things too eventually like as I'm yeah, not yeah, like yeah. Inception yeah. Baby, but like being open to talk about it I shouldn't <laughs> that's so cool all these things that because I, I like to show it in in visual forms. Yeah. I, I don't know how to say it to people. Yeah. Because it's very hard for me to explain it, these kind of things. Visual representation is the best way right now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's why that's why I'm so intrigued by by Christopher Nolan's films. It's amazing. And I remember when you said to me, okay, right now when you just mentioned about the past and the present and the future, right? I remember when you told me about yin and yang. Yeah. It, when I went back home after that, so for the audience sake, um, we met and we talked about um, yin and yang, right? Yeah. So the balance, the balance between light and darkness. So I, 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 I went back home and I just thought about it. Actually, if there's good, there's always evil. And that's how we are as a human being. We cannot always suppress our demons, they say. That is what they call it. Kind of because, yeah, so it's like we're a panda bear. We have, we're a merge of lightness and darkness and it really is all about finding the balance from within for each individual person. So as in, I find my own balance, you find your own balance and only that way can we actually get peace in the world. If everyone deals with their own demons, everyone deals with their own light, the more we try and avoid the demons, the more we're chasing after the light and actually the demons or like the darkness darkness in us will always be there. It'll always be following us like a shadow. And that's why when we just learn how to honor it and we learn how to look at our shadow and be like, yo, I know this shit in me exists. I know you're there. Acknowledging it, honoring it for its wisdom that it brought into your life from that moment onwards and taking it sort of as a growth factor. Mm -hmm. Always growing, Growing. learning, and what can I do in the future to avoid the same mistake and how can I apply it to help other people so that they don't make that mistake because it really hurts, for example. Mm -hmm. So it's when we really find that balance, like yin and yang, like a panda, that is when we can find that inner moment of bliss. That's why Libra is a balance. It's a sign of balance. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. We need to have both. It cannot be one side. will make us very unstable yeah. yeah and I believe that's how it is for all humans mm-hmm. okay so what do you believe is your purpose your role in life good question I'm trying to figure that out uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've always felt like I'm a good empath like I can understand people's feelings like in terms of I'm a good listening here and people find it difficult to express themselves 
I'm very special. Uh, like I, I'm an expressionist. Like I, f- I don't know why I'm so in tune with my emotions. Like when I know when someone is not feeling right, I don't know what's my purpose yet in 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 that path. Maybe photography, videography has brought that to me because I felt when I started photography uh, way back then, two thousand fourteen, it just kept coming back to me. Ah. It was just a hobby to me, but I used photography back then to help my peers back then when during okay, when I was serving national service. Mm. So a lot of my friends, guy friends, you're going through difficult period because you have to be in camp. So they had breakups and everything. So I felt like I should use this medium to help them find themselves. So I brought them out for shoots. All my guy friends, wow. they, yeah, I brought them out, give them the self confidence. Like, hey, you, you're good looking. You're not. You're not. You're not a ugly person because of breakup or what yeah. don't self-doubt yourself yeah. and that's when I build up all my close friends all over the years so they are, they are in touch with me every day you know, almost every week they know that I started this because I actually love helping people so that's why it's so beautiful it just keep coming back so yeah. I feel like I was pushing it away the yeah. photography pushing it away when I was flying and but can't you take photos when you're in the different locations itself when can. you're traveling a lot? I, I can, but but you didn't. I did. I did. I travel. I took a lot of traveling photos. But the things, I, I, use photography to connect with people and to tell a story. To tell a story. Yeah. So when I was flying, it was difficult because we always have turnover. So when we, like, let's say I meet you today, I won't know you the the next flight. Yeah. It's always changing. Wow. So there's, how you call it, instant friendship and it disappears. Oh. So I, I didn't like that. I like to keep in touch with people. Yeah. So uh, it wasn't in sync with me. So I had to leave. Like, that's why. It'd be so cool, you know, since you were in SQ, if you were to go to each country or city that you went to and like record a short footage where you talk to a stranger and let, ask them to share a story. That's and fine. then you put that on like an Instagram page and every place you travel to has its own individual story of a local. That was my biggest regret because I wasn't into video back then. I was so scared. Oh, I was so afraid to wow. do videography because I was clueless. I don't know how to operate a camera yeah. in terms of film. Yeah. So can I ask you, since you started videography now, and if there's other people out there that really have the dream and passion to start something too, but don't know how to start, what is your advice for them when they're overthinking it, but they really want to do something? It's like you said, photography started so long ago, but now you're really getting yeah, yeah. into it. What mm. is your advice for them? Uh, life is nothing without taking risk. You should always take risk. And if they're always thinking that they're not up to par, you'll never know until you try, actually. And I, I, I didn't know I could do it until I actually tried. And there's so much information right now. YouTube was my teacher. I learned everything from YouTube and uh, just do it. La. Just do it. Just, la. Do it. <laughs> just do it. La. Just do it. La. Don't, don't <laughs> wait for it. Don't wait for like how I waited too long contemplating whether I should do it or not. And when you have the youth in you, just do it. The yeah. energy in you. Young and so so energetic to do things. What if someone is really scared? Ask your friends. Use your friends, your family members. For support. For support yeah. Ah, you mean like as in start out with your mm, friends? Start out yeah. With friends, it's so true. That's how I'm starting out with yeah, the podcast. Yeah, podcast. It's literally the people that I know first, and then eventually it might be strangers. Yeah. It might be people that will reach out to me, or it might be experts that I want to connect with. But I'm starting off with all of my friends, and the reason why I even started it now is because I'm about to start my life as a digital nomad. Mm-hmm. I'm about to move. I'm gonna so leave. Sad, I'm gonna leave. But I'm happy for you. I'm so nervous and excited and like scared but excited to the core and it's like a whole new chapter that I'm beginning and I before I, I left like before I'm leaving Singapore see I'm already talking it as a memory right it's so weird before I'm leaving <laughs> Singapore I realized I'm to finish this chapter here of 15 years of living in this beautiful place and it's so hard to get out of here like trust like oh it's so hard to get out of Singapore it's such a great place I realized I want to really share the stories of the people that all were part of my personal transformation. And that's why I'm doing this podcast now, because I feel like it's the most beautiful way to end this chapter in a place that I call home, Mm -hmm. where I have all of my roots and which set the foundation for my future. And that's why I felt like I really want to 
share these stories, talk to the people that mean so much to me that I love from like the bottom of my heart. You could tell. And share their stories. Yeah. And then I feel like, you know what? I made the most of my time here. These are memories I'm going to have forever. And now I feel like I can take that into my heart and like sort of like tiny crystals that are like the seeds inside of me mm -hmm. that will allow me to fly and move on from here to whichever country I'll always have my roots in Singapore That's and you're nice one of them thank you <laughs> that's why we're here today Aww. and it's really like this is what I felt like I had to do and I was so scared I was like I have no idea how to do a podcast <laughs> I don't I have a recording mic but I was always finding excuses I was like okay I want to do a podcast someday I don't know when I don't know how but then I just took action I was like you know what I'm gonna set a date this date I'm gonna put it out there I'm gonna do it no matter what and that's what made it possible and that's what made this possible and that's why like even for you how you said like if you don't follow your passion it's always gonna come back Thank to you, you always even like throughout your sq times when you could have done videography mm. it would have been so perfect hand in hand but now it means that you can create your own reality maybe you're gonna create opportunities when you travel again you yeah. can now loop in all the videography and photography that you're teaching yourself at this present moment i think so too you know i it, i could have stayed there I could have stayed there, like what you said, I could have stayed there. It was a perfect job. Mm -hmm. Everything was so comfortable. It's just when you are in tune with something that you're supposed to do, it will just keep coming back. Yeah. You should never push it. And like you're already giving advice to your audiences like about your podcast, how you started. And I think they should take some advice from that because people who are young or people who are still figuring out what they're supposed to do, there's always that one thing that will keep coming back to you. It could be singing, it could be dancing. And I think, I don't know how you explain that. Yeah, you're right. Like, is it, is it something that we're already born with? Or, or, or something that, like, um, you said the energy... <sighs> so, okay, how I see it is that each of us have ingredients to, let's say, to make a matcha. Like, I love matcha. <laughs> like, for you, matcha. maybe coffee. Yeah. So, okay, because we have matcha here, let's use matcha as an, 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 an example. So... I believe that we were all born with the ingredients to make that perfect matcha that's perfect for you. These ingredients, it depends on you how fast you want to put these ingredients together, how well you want to refine the ingredients to make that perfect matcha. And these ingredients, whether it be singing, whether it be f photography, filmmaking, anything creative, or even being a lawyer, having mm. the perfect skill set and passion and character and all that, which is all part of also temporary things, but there's something fundamental within that will always point you into that direction if you're aware of it. I believe that was already there when we're born. But you have the free will to decide how fast you want to put it together if you want to ever make this matcha. And some people will never make the matcha. because and that's very sad. And it is very sad. And unfortunately, I believe that that is the majority of humanity, that we never really fully ask ourselves, why am I here? What is my purpose? And even if we don't know, at least doing something that makes us feel fully happy and fulfilled and like we're contributing and doing our part to help humanity in some way mm -hmm. because i believe like as you said earlier you believe like when you were doing like sq you always wanted the longer connections yeah. because i believe that's what we're all here for as humans too it's that love that connection that relationship with humans around us because I actually believe on a deeper level, we're all one. We're all just different expressions of something that comes from like that source within. You've been distracted with all material, materialistic yeah. things, you know? Yeah, because that's all temporary. Right. But what is inside that is not temporary? And also, what are we actually here for? So I believe that these ingredients are always there. That's why it's, you said like earlier, like singing might always mm. come back to you because that's maybe your ingredient to make that matcha. But until you actually follow that path, that is when you'll only be taking the steps towards making it. But if you never do, it might always come back to you, but it doesn't mean you're ever going to make it. And I believe that, you know, that is the, that's how I like to imagine. I'm not saying this is right, but it's more like this is how, this is my theory of how free will and destiny 
sort of come together. It's the balance of both. You have the ingredients, but you choose how fast and how well you want to put them together. Mm. But you always have those ingredients. And that's why I believe we all came to this world with our own purpose and mission. And it depends whether we put in the time and give the space to really reconnect to that. So for me, I know I need to use my voice. I know I need to create. I know I, and that's why I also started YouTube. For you, it's similar, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And that's why it's like, it's so beautiful that we are connecting to the source within us that really makes us feel fulfilled. And I wish that for everyone that's listening as well to connect to their inner source of creation and inspiration and something that keeps them going. It's a different feeling like yeah. when you start to pursue the things. Even, even when things are hard, there's always that one thing that tells you that it's fulfilling. The anchor. Yes, correct. Yeah. I even even this period of COVID situation, I could just given up. You know, but is this drive to understand the things that are beyond our imagination and express things is even more fulfilling than just earning a full paycheck. Yeah. And keeping a stable life, you know, without asking questions. Hey, I'm fine. There's some people who have to do that because of commitments. Yeah. But like me and you, we have given we are given the opportunity to find ourselves. Yeah. And you should always seize the the moment. But it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. So now right now you're a freelance filmmaker, right? So what are some of the struggles you're facing and what keeps you going during these difficult times? Mm, jobs. You need to get jobs more um, I used to do wedding before mm. COVID so I was in, in a wedding team uh, now you can't do wedding because gathering yeah. Yeah, you can't have more than 10 so it's um, difficult so that part I had we had to reinvent ourselves how to how to uh, rebrand ourselves as a photographer videographer whatever you can do just do it in life like if, if we are here we only one life we yeah. should just do Take risks. Take risks, yeah. And um, how do I say it? Uh, people are naturally afraid to fail. Mm. And it's, it's, it's in the failure, it's where we learn the most. Mm. You need to fail. Yeah. You cannot expect to just jump off and, ah, I'm going to fly straight away. Yeah. It's, it's never going to be I like to that. expect yeah. that though. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I will. could just fly. <laughs> <laughs> you will one day. But it, life is a series of events. It's like, uh, all these kind of things that happens. Yeah and we learn things like now I'm learning so much from you like talking about chakra talking about colors like, <gasps> you can, like, have you ever heard of chakras before? <laughs> chakra but I've never thought about it this level like mm. like the seventh dimension and the it's the seventh dimension apparently so I was watching the series on Gaia called Initiation I highly recommend it to all of you guys because it talks about the 12 dimensions so there are actually 12 dimensions and we live in the third and we have access to the fifth dimension. We have access to all, but the fifth one is the most, it's the easiest to access to. And it is when we see our life from a, from a, from a higher perspective. So when we're not attached to our life circumstance, but instead can see how does this have a consequence on our future? And how does this relate to our past? It's sort of taking a step back and observing what we're doing. So that is the fifth dimension. And also, it's sort of like the pyramid. So there's first, second, third dimension, which forms a triangle, fourth that forms a square, fifth forms the pyramid top. And it's seeing all of it from above. And you can access so much more information from the fifth dimension. And we all have that, that portal within to the fifth dimension inside. Like we all have it. I want and to tap into that one day. Me too. And and it's so amazing because right now, like there's a lot of glitches happening. So glitches. Some, glitches. Yeah, literally. So some people, like even earlier, we bumped into my friend uh -huh. um, May. Okay. And she was saying how like recently she's been experiencing oh, yeah. really weird things that she would like have her bag, put it somewhere. She would go back and it's gone. And she doesn't know where the bag was. And it was sort of like a glitch feeling and she's been having this feeling more and more and her friends too. And that is a form of glitch where you're not sure because in this reality you put the bag there but you come back and the bag's not there. Meaning that you played out another possible scenario of a parallel reality. Another timeline. And that another timeline. And that's a glitch. And that's a glitch between 3D and 5D. 
So that's happening right now, and it's happening so much. And it's whether we're actually allowing ourselves to embrace it and to actually explore it deeper, or if we're just gonna completely, or a lot of people will not notice it. So it's really being aware of the subtle, subtle things, and then not saying that you're crazy, mm -hmm. but instead embracing it as an open possibility that there might be another way of seeing life. There might be another way of living life, and there might be another form of information access. Parallel universe. Yeah, parallel universes, parallel realities, um, possible. I, I believe that there are actually many possible future scenar scenarios, but there are some that are very in tune and aligned to who we are fundamentally, that are closer to our purpose. That's why I love the flesh. When you when you mention about timeline, oh, the flesh. I think the reason the Marvel creator Stan Lee. He created all this superhero because he wants to express to kids about fantasy. In, in, in layman's term, it's called fantasy, but it could be something that's already happening to us yeah. that we don't understand. It's like the movie Glass. You gotta watch that. I haven't ever. You have to, I watch, have to it. watch it. Okay. And, and like when you said about timeline, The Flash is the perfect example because he screwed up the timeline. So what he did was he went back in time. Because okay, what happened to Flash was he lost his mom when he was very young, okay, uh, to another Flash, a future Flash. What? Uh, evil Flash. Oh my gosh. And the evil Flash hates the current Flash because of. But it's the evil. same person? It's the same person. It's just another reality wow. of him. Wow. And he doesn't like him because his Flash is like the uh, shining knight in armor, you know. So he wants the. the they call him the reverse flash. So he wants to come back and destroy his past so that he doesn't exist. <gasps> so this original flash, Barry Allen, yeah. he goes back in time to, to undo that thing so that his mom his mom doesn't die. So when he went back in time and he came back, this thing happened, glitches. Whoa. So all these um superheroes that were to exist didn't exist. Like Clark Kent didn't exist because he went to screw up the timeline. Batman didn't exist. He screwed up the timeline. Everything just changed. It shifted the whole because uh, we're all interconnected. Correct. So when you mentioned that, someone could have already screwed up the timeline. I don't know who or what. We we have no idea what's going on. Wow. Interesting, right? It's very interesting because once we actually realize that we can also access seeing all the possible realities, not all, mm -hmm. but we can actually predict what would happen if we were to go this path, this path, this path, this path, this path. We then have a bigger like a wider perception of reality and a wider like range of awareness meaning so i believe that dreams are possible scenarios of reality that we can play out different scenarios of choices we make in our life during our sleep so that when we wake up we might have experienced a possible reality and can then make better choices in real life so that's what lucid dreaming can also allow you to do it's to navigate choices that you make in this life and play out the, the the consequences of it in a dream first and then come back to this reality that's, that's why when people say sleep on it mm -hmm. <laughs> literally sleep yeah. on it so in your sleep you might be playing out the possible scenario of that decision you might be making in real life and when you wake up you might have a wider um sort of awareness and i'm saying the word might because it's very intangible it's very subjective it also depends to what extent you're actually conscious in your dreams as well and how you maybe remember your dreams but that's why i'm very fascinated with this whole different realm of consciousness as well because it is still us it's still us just expressed in a different dimension i even heard that dreams are astral projections because we are in a different reality, we're in a different dimension. Like we're in the our dream soul dimension. just leaves the body. Is it considered soul? Yeah, so I, I actually don't really know too much about that, but I do believe that we go into a different form of consciousness where there's limitless, like, mm. it's limitless. We, we can even fly in our dreams. Why is that? Because we're not conformed to this gravity, to these limits that we have in this real world. Real world. Really? <laughs> but in dreams, we can go anywhere. We can, be, we can even be an animal. We can be our younger version of ourselves, And it's still a form of our consciousness that really fascinates me. Do you believe in time traveling? 100%. If you, if you, do you think that people have already discovered about it? 
So I actually have time traveled before when I was in a ceremony in a retreat and I traveled to ancient Egypt. Oh, okay. Explain. It was so crazy. Like, okay. I, I literally see it so clearly in front of me because I was there. It was not just a dream. Like, it seemed like a dream, but it wasn't. Because when I traveled back to ancient Egypt, I met Cleopatra, oh who is the most beautiful, beautiful, most beautiful woman Goddess. I have ever seen. Ever. Like, she was like, she wasn't even a human. She's always... Uh, she was a goddess. Like, she was like a different... She was a higher level of consciousness. They symbolize her with a cat, right? The, the yeah. And that's another thing that I just read about today. Apparently, we always and every time in our life have a guardian animal. Mm. Uh, I think I heard that. A guardian animal that changes every couple years. So we can actually enter the spirit of our guardian animal. And in times when we feel extremely depressed, anxious, um, lost, confused... That's when we've lost touch with our guardian animal. So what is, have you figured out what's yours? No, I literally just read about it today and I was like, oh my gosh, we have the possibility to connect to our guardian animal and it could guide us and help us in life and we can take up the energy of this animal and it can give, it gives us protection basically. So every one of us has an, a guardian animal and not just guardian animal, but like it's sort of like a guardian spirit. Like a, a guardian angel spirit in a animal, way, spirit, spirit animal. animal. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's so interesting because I want to find out mine. And apparently, when we access this realm where we get in touch with our guardian spirit animal, whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it, it could be a memory because it could be the one that was protecting us as a child, or it could be the one from now. And how we find that out is by going deeper into it and connecting to ourselves more and more. So I just read about this today. It's wow. so crazy. But I really truly believe that there's so much that we don't know. I, I also believe that there's not too much that we need to know because some people might get confused and get attached to different realities Correct. and then question this life. But that's not the point of it. The whole point of it is knowing that there's so much and that every realm and dimension has its truth in that dimension, that dimension so when you for example are astral projecting yes you might be in that reality in that moment but when you come back to this body you're still here you're not living there at the same time mm. yes it exists at the same time but it doesn't mean you're there at the same time so it's also not getting attached to different dimensions and instead being comfortable with being here as well mm. don't be in limbo being anchored yeah. don't be lost wow because animal. yes it's so interesting so when i traveled to ancient egypt i could literally read the hieroglyphs and i was like so shocked i was like this is crazy and also another thing i realized is that back then in that time the people were so much bigger <laughs> like bigger taller like way Egyptians, taller so Egyptians. yeah is it why they always depict them as a huge god yeah maybe yeah you're right the statues are so That's, huge, you know. <gasps> I never thought about it. it. Could, Whoa! It, wait, wait. Um, it, I don't. I, I remember watching this in uh, Ancient Aliens on uh, YouTube about these Egyptian gods, mm -hmm. and I remember you mentioned about Anunnaki, mm -hmm. and these Egyptian used to worship the Eye of Horus. Wow! Who's the god of sun? I think he's the most worshipped because he was the most powerful. Um, God and that's why okay when you ask me why when I started asking this question I remember now it's when uh, during secondary school I used to be I think we are di dissecting to another side yeah, I, yeah I used <laughs> to let's be let's go open portal <laughs> <laughs> let's go <laughs> okay so if you are listening I used to believe deeply into Illuminati oh wow back then I because of the symbolism not because of what the cult is believing because um, the triangle the all-seeing eye I think it has a significant impact on how humanity unfold so the reason why they put the eye on the dollar bill the all-seeing eye it has a history from Egypt wow I did not know that yeah. so what does Illuminati even mean? Okay, Illuminati in layman's term, it's a group of organization mm -hmm. that controls the way we consume our media. Wow. So they are like 
our house. And live our life, basically. Yeah, yeah, correct. So whatever information is being fed to us is all being controlled mm. by this so-called group of Illuminatis. But there's a um, backstory to it. It all started because of the Freemasons. And Freemasons are people from... Uh, I can't remember exactly. I think America. They, yeah. they are the ones who started this this thing because they believed like they became really wealthy right yes correct mm. so they through be- oil or something correct correct yeah. they believed in the in, in this cult they had a uh, like they sold their soul to the, that cult so okay I know all about this by the way you know I think it. we're talking about the same thing same thing yeah. so you were researching about this in secondary, secondary school, school. What? nobody believed me people thought I was stupid people thought I was crazy like hey why do you believe this kind of thing oh shit we have 3% on my on my Mac I was just thinking like maybe this is too much for my laptop to handle and also I don't think we should talk too much about Mm. conspiracy theories because I actually believe that you know like there's so much possibility out there but we will never know and the only thing we can do is really connect to our own truth within Mm -hmm. and really feel into what feels right to us and also not getting consumed by darkness but instead as you said at the beginning finding the balance being yin and yang knowing that there's darkness but there's also lightness and finding that balance and before my laptop crashes, would you <laughs> oh, like no. to share anything with the people that are tuning in right now, coming from a beautiful place of light and love? Okay. And balance. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, first of all, I think thank you for having me. I really enjoyed my time today. I think even we recorded twice and yeah. I, I think I gained so much knowledge. And to the audience out there, if you guys ever get the chance to be on a podcast, you guys will be open. Your third eye will be open. <laughs> I believe so. You guys will be uh, open to a whole new possibilities of knowledge. I think that's what we need to strive for. Yeah. To keep asking, asking questions. questions. I think that should be the, your, 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 your podcast main mission. Like, sl- yeah. like slogan. Logo. Wait, slogan. Mo- motto. motto. What, whatever. <laughs> Ask questions. questions. Connect yes. to your universe within. Yes. With that, oh my god, I'm so grateful for this. And before my laptop dies, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So thank much you. love to you all. So much love to you, Kaysen. And I can't wait for another podcast someday. I can't wait too. Yay! Bye-bye. <laughs> Adios, amigo. This is The Universe with Naomi Hoot. Tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday for another episode. If you haven't yet, please like, review, subscribe, and share. See you soon.